Welcome to the Tap Room Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbaugh. I'm here at Working Class Brewery. We have moved on to the Aviator IPA, a fantastic IPA. And in an IPA-driven market that we're in right now, and especially here in the Northeast Ohio area, we're, I tell people a lot about this. People, I have friends in California and Florida and stuff. And they're always talking about how great their breweries and stuff are. I'm like, eh, are we, the per capita, I mean, ours, it, it, out, well, outside of Denver. I think Ohio's carved out a, a place in IPA. Uh, and if this you look, is fantastic. If you look at the awards coming out of Great American Beer Festival over the years, mm. you know, you had uh, obviously Fatheads uh, come win awards for the Headhunter. Right. Uh, their Juju, their double IPA. Yeah. Uh, then, and I'm not sure who was next in line, but then uh, either, it was either Columbus Brewing or um, Brew Kettle in okay. Strongsville uh, won awards yeah. for their IPA and double IPA. And then, you know, Columbus was right in there too. Um, and that's a hard category to win in. I mean, it really is. Last year's IPA category, I believe, had 409 entries. That's insane. It's it's gotten bigger and bigger, but uh, there's no question that uh, the West Coast style IPA is what's favored pretty much across the country now. It's that hot um, bite, right? Yeah, and really, I, I I think the way it one of the ways it became so popular here. Uh, was uh, Matt Cole out at Fatheads had gone out uh, to Bear Republic and um, Russian River and uh, picked up, you know, some tips on how to how to deal with that style and the dry, okay. and the dry hopping. Yeah, and, uh, it's a, it, it was a big departure from the old uh, East Coast style IPA that had yeah. more crystal malt in it, more colors. Uh, moving to the West Coast, where there's still dextrin malts in it. Okay, but they're not the dark crystal. Malts. I mean, ours has a, a good chunk of dextrin in it, but that's just to to balance the hops. Okay. But the the flavors of the crystal malts are absent, uh, and that lets really lets the hop aromas and flavors shine through. Well, a lot of IPA purists feel that malt in an IPA that really shouldn't be there in the f- right. in the flavor. Yeah. Um, it depends on the beer, is what I say. You know. Yeah. It, th- you th- know. Those old East Coast styles um, definitely got sticky and right and heavy and as they aged and yeah this this is nice it's bright it's got a nice hop uh hop bite to it without being how, what's the abv on this about seven seven, seven and a half yeah, it, yeah. and for yeah. a that's a solid abv for a just an ipa right. yeah that's on the high end of uh the ipa category um but it's the whole ipa game has just risen and risen and risen the you know where we're hopping it you know right. how we're hopping it the amount of hops we're mm-hmm. throwing in it uh that that level uh, the dry hopping yeah and all that. that that level of uh, ipa has just risen and risen uh people love it yeah i mean we i mean like i said we're spoiled here as, as far if you're an ipa lover in northeast ohio or in ohio in general you're lucky you're lucky that you have this market because it is a very strong market for IPAs. And I've had stuff. Uh, people have brought me stuff from, like, Florida or California. I've had a couple things. And I'll drink it, and I'll be like, it wouldn't survive here. There are things that I, I swear, it, if it was brewed here, it couldn't survive in this market. This is a fantastic IPA. It sticks out. It's got a nice, bright character. 
but keeping that solid ABV. Right. It, yeah, no, it's a solid ABV, and, and we're hopping it every place we can. We're, we're putting hops in the uh, mash. We're, a lot uh, of citrus. Yeah, we're putting hops in the mash. That we have a hop back. Uh, we put in fermentation hops while it's still okay. fermenting. Uh, we drop that out and, and do dry hops after it's done. I mean, it's what like if you put dry hopping or doing it in the boil or doing it. What how what characteristics does that help bring out in an IPA? Well, that, that's something I've always been curious about. Uh, you know, up front in the boil, you know, I'm dialing in a lot of IBUs right away. Okay, and that's you know you get that bitterness from from the boil from the uh, early part of the boil, okay. and then um, as you get towards the end, you know, 15, 20 minutes towards the end, maybe 10, you can drive in a lot of hop flavor. Okay. And then, um, obviously, at, at the in the whirlpool, uh, in the hop back, in the fermenter, you know, after fermentation, it's all aroma-driven. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, if there's one thing that's changing in this market uh, or in the brewing world rapidly... Uh, is uh, the way we think about hopping beers, uh, the techniques that we're using, and even you know new styles like New England IPA and the Brewed IPA. Uh, but it's really interesting. Uh, we're putting guys, especially for the New England IPAs, they're bringing the temperature of that beer down in a range that you know brewers would never have done years back because you know you you, you risk. I think the thinking was, you know, okay, you, you risk infecting the beer. Okay. Uh, but then, you know, guys are thinking, well, we're putting hops in after fermentation. Right. And, of course, the, the pH of the beer is lower. But, uh, yeah, no, the thinking has changed so much in the last couple of years about how we use the hops, when we use the hops, uh, that it's... That's exciting. Yeah, it really it, is. It's I mean, been fun to experiment with hops, you know. And now you got guys saying that if you put hops in and it's above 160, you're picking up IBUs, you know, where we never used to calculate in okay. our recipes for for IBUs. At, you know, after the boil, that was it. Yeah. Anything that was put in after the boil was cut off. Okay. We were, you know, there were no IBUs coming from that. I mean, not that we, maybe we never really thought about it. Uh, but now, you know, the, the thinking is that anything above 160 degrees, you're, you're actually picking up bitterness. Really? Uh, so, but, and the thinking's still changing because you can throw in all your hops at 160. You still get bitterness. The, you know, a friend of mine did a beer. All, there were no hops okay. in the boil. It was all put in at 160 degrees where ideally you're not getting any IBUs. But the beer was still very well balanced. With nice. bitterness. You That's know. crazy. So the thinking, it's still going to keep changing, I think. Um, it, it seems to be a very evolving style. Oh, boy. You're not kidding. And I love the evolution of, of this style. We, we were talking in the last segment a little bit about how we you kind of did the uh, the cucumber oh, version yeah. of this. And do, have you ever experimented with anything else in, in an IPA? No, we like did. Uh, we did jalapenos, which Ooh, worked nice. really well. Um, Just give it. What did he give it? Like a smokiness? How how that well, differ? It'll be interesting to put chipotles in there and try and get some smokiness. But uh, you know, we did mangoes. We did pineapple. Oh, nice. Uh, there's, but you get so many of those flavors from the hops. Right. Then it gets a little trickier to. 
to really make something pineapple forward or right. especially mango. Mango's, I think, been one of the toughest ones for me. Right. Uh, trying to drive that flavor through. Yeah, because uh, this has some mango undertones to it. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, to then just kind of bring that out on top of having real mango in it, right. I, it that's a delicate balance. Yeah, some I of those, assume, some yeah. of those, a fruit like that is, is real tricky because it's such a soft flavor. Yeah. Uh, to actually, especially drive through all the flavor that you already have in an IPA. It, you know. Is that, do you think, that, is that sort of a reason people have been liking experimenting with like peppers? Is because it's something different and it kind of, it's it's not easily found in the in the hops themselves? Yeah, peppers, peppers do come through really well in that beer. They come through in beer well, period. No matter, no matter the what, style, yeah. No matter the style. Uh, you know, you have some choices to make, you know, in terms of what peppers. Right. Are you going to blanch them? Are you going to scrape out the seeds? Are you going to remove the veins? You know, how much heat do you really want in right. that beer? I mean, we, I, I take out all the seeds, uh, so we're getting, we're getting a ton of jalapeno flavor and aroma without the heat. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, I, I think uh, if a beer is too hot, and you're reaching for a glass of milk or a glass of water or whatever, yeah. you know, uh, that's... That's not fun anymore. Well, to me, I want to throw my... I want to drink beer. I right. want to drink a lot of beer. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, uh, if you I, can't throw it back... You're having a problem. There's an issue there. You know, there's, I mean, there's a little granted, bit of There's some styles that you sip, but... Uh, right. No, absolutely. But that's that's a built-in... That's yeah. kind of a built-in thing for that style. Yeah. yeah. It's not being... It's not kind of just being made to see, like, hey, what's in your face? Like a pepper could be. Yeah. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's really made to be more balanced and kind of... I don't know. It's... Do you... I mean, I don't know if you've ever had, like, ghost pepper wings or whatever i no, i've I'm not like, been that adventurous I'm like, you know I've i had one i had to go to the ice cream shop <laughs> just I to a, kill the burn i had a co-worker of mine i work at a grocery store and um one of the guys in the produce we actually got ghost peppers in and this idiot went and took a took the whole thing and bit it into it by itself and he had to go home that day <laughs> he had to go home because he was <laughs> his face was so red he was crying oh my and he I, I was in the dairy department that day he came in and just like grabbed a gallon of milk and took the top off it was just oh, chugging no doubt. it no doubt. and i was like why do you do this to yourself and it was for like 5 bucks hey. it was like why yeah. why it's something eating got to be macho drinking, Eating show and drinking, sh- right? <laughs> Eating and drinking shouldn't be that though. It should be enjoyed. Yeah. It should be something that can you can sit and enjoy with other people. It's not a contest. People like to challenge them, themselves. Maybe that's the contest. That's the day. The day it is <laughs> these days. You know what I mean? It, it seems like every day it's it. You know, we got how many ghost yeah. peppers can you eat in a day? Man, like, man versus food. Man right? versus food. Right. That, you know, it just seems like there's always always something with that. Um, with the Aviator IPA, is there anything I, I might have missed uh, that you wanted to get out about this? Uh, this is a, it's a fantastic beer. It's one of your flagships. Is that correct? It's our number one seller. Is it no, your uh, number one seller? Yeah, nice. absolutely. Uh, you know, it's a it's a laborious beer to make. It's a little longer day uh, for us with the hop back because it's another vessel that we have to clean and empty. Okay. And, uh, so it's always nice to have the uh, my assistant brewer here on. On those days, but <laughs> it, it, you know, I love that beer. And every time I go to the tap and have some, I'm like, "Wow, this is this is 
This is a, a real IPA. Nice. Yeah, uh, it, it, I love it. My dad loves it. My dad's a huge IPA drinker. It's just got uh, this great aroma and flavor. And, you know, granted, I, I worked for Fatheads, so. Right. Uh, I definitely. You know IPAs. I know how. I, I definitely picked up some tricks on, on how to make the beer. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, it's nice and bright. It's got a nice juiciness without being that New England style. Right. It's, right. it's, it's nice, fantastic, yeah. easy drinker, even though it's 7.5%. Right. Um, I, it's one of my favorite IPAs around here in, in well, Cleveland, um, bar none. I mean, it's 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 fantastic. Uh, Rick, I appreciate you being here uh, for all these parts. I, I appreciate you taking the time to to do this, um, I, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get going. Uh, thank you all for listening. Have a great night, and uh, thank you, Rick, for being yeah, thank here. Thank you. Enjoy. Pleasure. Yeah.